The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email spots. clients. Identify fonts, fonts from where to find where four Welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro. And today we're going to wrap up our conversation reviewing the big things that happened in search in Q3 2020. Joining us again is Tyson Stockton, the VP of Services, and Kathy Brown, a senior SEO manager from Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise-scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. So far this week, we've talked about some of the updates Google made to their algorithm and maybe some bugs as well. We talked about some of the technical changes that have been implemented across the SEO landscape. And today we're going to talk about some of the industry trends, including BERT and indexing passages. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the last part of my conversation with Tyson Stockton and Kathy Brown from Searchmetrics. Tyson, Kathy, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Great to be back, Ben. Thanks for having us. Good to have you both here. Excited to wrap up our conversation by talking about some of the industry trends. For anybody that missed it, we talked about some of the Google updates and most of the updates this last quarter in Q3 were actually bugs. And yesterday we talked about some of the technical changes about how Google is prioritizing site speed, usability, shipping, and e-commerce, and also their consumers' privacy. Today, we're going to talk about some of the industry trends that we're seeing in SEO. Tyson, let's start off with you. What are some of the big industry trends that we noticed in Q3 2020? Yeah, I think, you know, a little bit of a spoiler on this, like some of the industry trends that we're seeing actually kind of relates back to the first topic this week on Google updates. And Google recently had their search on 2020 event where they kind of recapped a lot of the changes they're making and also going to be making. 
And I think it really made sense to kind of touch on that as an industry trend because obviously Google is going to kind of set the stage in the playing field that we're all operating on. So one of the big ones that was touched on was the integration of BERT into the algorithm. So tell me what BERT is for anybody that isn't familiar and how did they integrate it into the algorithm? Perfect. So BERT is is actually not necessarily like an algorithm update. And I think sometimes people mix it up of like the algorithm update of BERT and what BERT is. And so BERT is actually a natural language model and is a training model for machine learning and deep learning algorithms. And it actually is an open sourced code base that anyone can use. And there's lots of other ways that this technology has been applied. And when Google announced BERT as being part of its algorithm, it was just more of them integrating that into their own infrastructure and system. So what BERT is exactly is basically it's ways of looking at individual words and then using both directionally before, and it's in the name, bidirectional. And you can see that what the relationship the word has with the previous words in the sentence and also the words that following it. And this is significant because when you're trying to get for meaning or intent behind different queries, especially longer ones that have a lot of different phrases in it, you could have individual words that are going to change the entire context of the question. So Tyson, give me an example of this. Yeah, so I think like one example for it, think of the word bass or bass. So same spelling, depending on how it's used and the words that would either follow after it or before would give you the clues of, okay, do they mean the musical instrument or do they mean a fish? And that one seems pretty obvious and pretty like in your face, but it's something that actually has a lot more potential in how Google's understanding and how Google's actually serving up the right intent. So Google initially announced that they were going to implement and integrate BERT into their algorithm last year. And when they initially announced it, they said that it was only going to be used in 10% of the queries, or it was only initially being used in 10% of the queries. So we didn't see like this massive disruption of BERT being introduced into the algorithm because it was only being used in that fraction. With the search on event though, they did announce that now they've gotten to a point that virtually every query in the English language is integrating and using BERT in the analysis and understanding of what that intent is. So I think that's why we're bringing up this piece in kind of the industry trends is one that it has such a fundamental involvement in the other services that Google's offering, also how they're ranking websites, how they're identifying intent. But also now that we've reached this kind of magnitude that it's not just 10% of queries, where it's basically every query that someone's submitting in Google has this influence and it's using it to interpret the intent. So Google's doing a better job understanding the meaning of the words that are included in a query. So they're making their search results more relevant, right? The Google language brain is getting better and better. And that's a trend that we've seen happening since, I don't know, somewhere in 2018. I think that's when BERT was originally announced. So Kathy, do you have any comments that you want to add on top of what Tyson just said about Google understanding context better? Yeah, I think one of the things that we've also seen is that, you know, Google's become such an indispensable part of our life. 
And now we have voice search. So now we don't have to type our queries. We can also speak our queries. And I think in the old days, when we first started using Google, we were a lot more careful about how we worded our query. We probably used shorter queries. And now when I search on things, I just, it's like a sentence, right? I am looking for this particular thing. And I think that's true for other people that now use Google is we don't pull any punches as far as how we type in our queries or how we speak our queries. We're almost talking to Google as we would to another human. So Google's had to keep up with that and up their game and invest in all of this technology and innovation to understand human speech better. Our relationship with Google has changed to the point where we are talking to Google as if it were a person, as opposed to typing in disparate words, hoping for search results. Yes, that's a great summary of what I was trying to say. I would totally agree with that. And I think everybody would agree with that, is that it's just now an indispensable part of our life. That's why they pay me the big bucks as a uh, (laughs) podcast host. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So Tyson, talk to me about some of the other trends that we've seen in the industry. I know that there was indexing passages. This seems to be an extension of what we're talking about. Google understands the context of queries better. They have better language processing. And now they're able to pick out passages within an article. Am I thinking about this the right way? You're right, Ben. I do feel like this is in the same vein. It doesn't specifically call out like, hey, this is part of BERT. But it's all in the same way that they're interpreting the intent of the query, the intent of the articles. And now they're breaking in those articles into like smaller chunks. And so with the passages is what they've kind of announced is one, just setting the stage for magnitude initially on this, is they've announced that this should impact roughly 7% of the queries. And typically, the way that they've described this is for the more granular long-tail queries where the answer to your question may not be addressed in the entire article, but just a small segment of the article. So give me an example here of when that might happen. Yeah, so an example of when that might happen 
And the example that they gave on Search On was, how can I determine if my windows are UV glass? And so if you do that search, a lot of times you get things like buying UV glass, what's the benefits of UV glass, and all those kind of informations. But it doesn't really get at the heart of how do you determine it. And with now indexing passages, what they're able to do is they're able to find in like a message board where a user might say, hey, to actually determine if your windows are UV glass, you can hold a match up to it. And depending on how it reflects the flame on the glass, you can determine whether or not you have that. So in that case, that's something that was very specific in, as Google describes it, looking for a needle in the haystack of the content. But it's just a very small segment that appeals to the user. And so this, to me, is another kind of extension of the same vein that they've been developing in. And it actually just kind of increases their ability to surface the right answer and make it more or make the user find that answer quite a bit faster. Yeah, I think that these are very related topics in the sense that Google understands the context of language and it's being applied in how they interpret queries and also how they interpret what pieces of content within a larger body of content are relevant. You know, the thing that I'll call out here is earlier this year, Google announced scroll to text. So you can actually search. And if you click on a featured snippet, you then are taken to the page that that text appears on. And the page will actually scroll to the text that was used in the featured snippet. And it's highlighted in yellow. So Google is sort of taking the work out of it for you to find the actual passage that you were interested in and that appeared in the featured snippet. So I really think these two things are related and are designed to work together. It's been an exciting quarter as we reflect on what happened. What do you think had the biggest impact on SEOs in Q3 2020? I mean, I would say like this quarter, the indexing pieces were significant, but it's not really something that you're going to take action on. And so for me this quarter, I wouldn't necessarily it was something like a big splash of, hey, I'm all of a sudden changing my strategy. But for me personally, I think the areas that I'm keen in on is also looking into setting the roadmap, setting the initiatives for next year. And that's why I actually think that some of the elements around BERT, they're indexing passages. There's a few other kind of pieces that we didn't get to in you know these conversations, but we'll include in the webinar which kind of, I think, further shows the hand a little bit of how Google's developing. And on top of that, I would also say, and I'm biased with kind of my e-commerce background, but I'm really interested in how Google and Amazon, how that competition is continuing to heat up. Yeah, this quarter was kind of interesting because the last quarter, we had the big page experience announcement, and then we had COVID, and there were also two Google updates, one in January and one in May. So it feels like this quarter, we've had a lot more little things happening. But as Tyson kind of alluded to, if you take them together, they sort of start painting the picture of Google really being able to hone in, you know, in the passages of the text to satisfy long tail queries. And yeah, like Tyson, I'm really curious to see what's going to happen with the shipping details and whether that's going to show up in the SERPs and how that will compete more effectively with Amazon. 
You know, I think that it was an eventful quarter, maybe not the most eventful quarter, but honestly, being a quarter in 2020 that isn't going absolutely off the wall, batshit crazy, is a good thing for all of us. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, VP of Services, and Kathy Brown, Senior SEO Manager at Searchmetrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Tyson or Kathy, you can find links to their LinkedIn profiles in our show notes, or you can contact them on their company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs, because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 